I'm your host, Stanley DePrima. Alongside me, we have Jared Emerson. How are we doing today, Jared? Uh, you know what? I think we're all just, we're doing. In the same that we're doing. We're going through what is going on in the NFL with all of DeMar Hamlin stuff and everything going on like that. We will be talking about that for a good portion of the show today, talking about our thoughts and feelings. But before we get into that, I do want to talk about a couple of things that are going on with the future of this podcast. Um... To start off, we will be streaming at least two games of the playoffs, and we will be streaming at least one Bills game. We don't know what games yet because of everything that's going on, but we will fill you guys in on all our social medias and on this podcast next week on what game we will be streaming. And along with that, we have a surprise just for Jared, and that we will be streaming the 2023 NFL Draft live on our oh. YouTube channel. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, and we will be doing that as well. Mhm. To open it up to all of the new we're trying to expand this podcast in many ways, shapes and forms. As an example, we are doing two shows all of next football season, NFL season. So, mm-hmm. we are trying to expand it for you guys and make it so that we as a community can come together. And I know for the first couple, there's not going to be a lot of you on there. But hopefully, as the years go on, and as we do more and more, someday can come out of it. And we can have a great community here at the Fancy Jackasses. But I think it's time for us just to talk about Damar Hamlin. So, Damar Hamlin was a safety for the Buffalo Bills. He is still a safety for the Buffalo Bills, but right now... As a result of something that happened, of a hit that happened on the Bengals-Bills game, he is in critical condition in the ICU at the Cincinnati uh, Research Hospital. DeMar Hamlin suffered cardiac arrest while on the field on Monday. There was 5.36 left in the game, and DeMar Hamlin got back up, and we didn't see it. And when it first happened, all of a sudden he collapsed right after the hit, after he got up. The cameras canned away from it because they not it would just looked like to all of us a regular hit. But as soon as we saw that someone was down, okay, they're going to injury timeout. But then we saw that he was still on the field, and then we got reports that they were doing CPR on the field, and that's when we knew football in itself is going to be changed forever. So when you saw this, Jared, what was your in uh, first reaction? to everything going on, and then what was your reaction when you found out that they were doing CPR? So, basically my story with this is that uh, I didn't watch the beginning of the game, because honestly I was just I was just hanging out, I was going to catch up to it, I was playing some games, and I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll turn the game on. And I go on to ESPN on my TV, and it said delayed. I was like, what? Why, why is it delayed? Is there some sort of like... Like weather going on. I mean, Cincinnati, yada yada, and, and then and then sure enough, I put on the game, and then I I, I hear everything that's happened. So I, di- I didn't see the play when it happened live. I wasn't like there, but like shortly after, I believe it was like I think ten or twenty minutes after it happened, I tuned in to the coverage, and it was uh, very disheartening, very very hard to watch, but. Yeah. So when I first saw it, I'm like, okay, whatever. It's another injury, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't think anything of it. Went to my phone because they were going to time. They were going to commercial timeout. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. And all of a sudden, I look back and it's the guy's still on the field. Whenever you see a guy go for more than two or three commercial breaks, you know that something's definitely, definitely wrong. Yeah. Um. For example, during the Saints game this weekend, uh, an Eagles player was down for three commercial timeouts. Mm-hmm. And they brought an ambulance on the field. But that there's no connection. Those are two complete different events. DeMar Hamlin is an event that we will all forever remember in the NFL. Yes. Because it's something that is unprecedented in the NFL. We don't, we've don't. we never seen anything like this happen in the NFL where someone's actually had to get CPR on the field. Mm-hmm. And I think this event will be forever a milestone in the history of the NFL. 
And I feel like a lot of players are going to look at their families during this offseason and look at their look themselves in the mirror and saying, is it worth it to keep going with my career? Mm-hmm. Because, yes, this was a one-in-a-million thing to happen because as, we, as they were talking about, it was a... This had to happen, a direct hit, this forcefully, at an exact time in your cardiac rhythm to a point where that happens. And they said it's very much like, it's the same chances as you getting bit by a shark or you getting struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. So, the thing is there is that it's like when we all saw that he was still on the ground that they, and we all found out that he they were doing CPR for nine minutes... Are all of our hearts, especially here, dropped? Because mm-hmm. technically, that man was not yeah. with us for those nine minutes. He was. He was. <clears throat> I saw that he was. He was. He clinically dead for that amount of time before if, they were able to get his heart started. And that was great when we all saw. The, I'm like, okay, cool. This game is gonna start again. But then I realized, I'm like, wait, they can't restart this game. There's no way. Would these players just witness? And then we all heard. The NFL and the NFL referees say we'll be giving each team five minutes and they will resort back to play. I'm like, I looked at my family, my mom and my stepdad. I'm like, there is no way that these players are going to be able to go back on this field and play this sport because they just saw their brother, their man, the guy they see every single day in the locker room. They shower with, they practice with, they work out with, they recover with day in and day out die on the field there is no way and then come back to life yeah there is no way that these men can play again yeah and and, and i was that watching goes for cincinnati as well yeah i was watching during that moment as well and i was also just <clears throat> excuse me i was also very confused and and i saw that you know stefan Diggs was trying to to get the team you know riled up and ready and, yep. mm-hmm. and trying to 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 get everybody to get in the field again but just immediately after he was like done talking it was just everybody's on the bench again just yep like weeping and then and then you saw burrow getting ready and stuff and then mm-hmm. i think a picture that will be forever in my mind is there's two pictures from that night is one zach taylor walking over to sean mcdermott mm-hmm. across the field i'm like Okay, there goes Zach. This game's gonna be over. I'm, that's what I. As soon as I saw Zach mm-hmm. Taylor walking over to the Bills sideline, I'm like, they're calling this game right now. They're not gonna play anymore. And I knew that was yeah. gonna be the fact. And then the other image that before being ingrained is that Bills sideline in a circle praying together mm-hmm. and seeing that ambulance drive away. That image will forever be in my mind because that image hits you like a truck when you see it because you know what that image means. It means that they are praying for their brother to still be with them in the end of the day. Right. And when they said this game is temporarily postponed, I'm like, okay, they're doing a good thing. And I saw, I read, I read Sean McDermott's lips. I'm like, he, and you could hear him say very loud and clear, locker room, locker room. Mm-hmm. And that's when you knew, okay, this game is not going to be played again. But then you saw, you heard reports of Diggs already in a towel. Mm-hmm. Only three minutes while they were in the locker room, and that tells you everything you need to know because that means the veterans are stepping in, saying we're done with this game. Yeah, and then that, and like before it was officially announced, like the uh, the Bills media crew, <clears throat> it was it was shown that they were um, like packing up their stuff on the sideline and getting ready to getting ready to leave and and all. Yes. That, so, but then then you also saw. Um, Sean McDermott and Zach Taylor outside the Bills locker room on the phone with someone. Yeah, and, and we later found out that that was yep. Everybody, and then we we found out later that was Commissioner Goodell. Mm-hmm. And it came out later that I guess that five minute thing wasn't true, but I kind of find that hard to believe because didn't the they report say on that? Goodell like, said it never happened. Wait, really? I thought that a, a the, referee Goodell, like said that on... He did. He did. But Goodell said it wasn't never an actual thing that was said by them. And I think it's just PR and them trying to revert back to what they said. Mm-hmm. But 
I feel like, and this is going to sound in some people's ears bad, but I don't think, I think some people in the NFL offices were at that time before they found out what was actually wrong with him, more worried about the game than for sure the person. And we saw that on Twitter. I'm not going to name names because I'm not slandering anyone at this moment in time. But some people on Twitter who have a huge platform and who have thousands and thousands and thousands of um, viewers and of um, followers said some stuff that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And me, I was one of those people. When I found out what he said, I immediately went on to go make sure it was actually true. Because right. I've done a lot of stuff in my day where I see something and I immediately react without actually checking. So I checked, and I found out that he actually said that. And I said some things that were probably not the greatest on my personal Twitter. But I don't really use, I don't usually, this guy is a hit piece artist, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it's, he got me in my trap, and I deleted the tweet because it was just, it wasn't right. But it was just like, okay, he did what his thing is and has a hit piece. But going back to Damar, he, so following after the incident, we didn't, the game was um, pretty much, in my opinion, canceled. But we'll talk about that in a little bit after we, you know, do the Lamar update. Uh, We didn't hear anything that night. But Mm -hmm. going in the next morning, we found out what actually happened. And that night we found out that he was put to sleep. Yes. And that he was, had put a tube down, they put a tube down his throat to give him oxygen. Mm-hmm. And when we all found that out, we are like, okay, this is something bigger. And we, then we found out that he was in the ICU. We were like, okay, okay. And the next day, we, we didn't, not, not much really came out yesterday, except that he was in stable condition, doing well with his family. His, um, his PR rep made a uh, media tour. He went to the McAfee show. He went to the uh, ESPN show, ESPN, mm-hmm. everywhere. And he kept giving updates, saying tomorrow's family's in good spirit, this, that, the other thing, and uh, saying the stuff that he should be. And today we found out, this morning, we found out that his oxygen level that they were giving him went down to 100% oxygen, down to 50, which means that he's starting to breathe on his own. Right. And that's probably the best news at this time that we can ask for, that he is yeah. starting the recovery. To breathe on his own, and then Dion, um, Dion Dawkins, lineman for the uh, for the Bills, went on. Uh, I forgot what show it was, but he's like, "If I this guy's a fighter, and he were, you're, there's no way that this man we will not see him ever again. He's a fighter, and he'll get through this with every step in his being." So, I look at that and I say, "Hats off to everyone showing their prayers." on social media mm-hmm. and everything else because all we can do, we're not medical professionals. We're not nothing. Right. All we can do is show our respect to a man who puts his life on the line for a sport and entertainment that we all enjoy and that it gives me and Jared the privilege to make a show about and gives us the opportunity to just come together with family and friends and enjoy something that gives us some place in a community of people that in other ways of life would probably never interact with or Mm -hmm. have a bond with in any way, shape, or form. And I look that to the the charity and the GoFundMe that he started when he was in college. And last I checked, it was over $6 million. When it started, when, when people found it that night, it was only around $12 million. And the next morning, it was already over three. Million. Wait, you you just said twelve that, million to three million. Twelve twelve thousand. Sorry. No, you're good. It was at twelve thousand five hundred dollars when people found it. Mm-hmm. It went to three million the next morning. Yep. That just shows me everything I need to know about humanity, and it restores my faith in humanity just a tiny bit. That mm-hmm. says there are people that still care about other people in this world, and there isn't just anyone that's just selfish anymore. And, yeah. It goes on to say, like Andy Dalton, the Saints uh, quarterback, when the Bengals got the Bills to the playoffs that one year, the Bills fans donated a ton of money to his charity, 
Andy Dalton stepped in and donated, I think it was $5,000 to his charity. Mm-hmm. So it's just that community aspect that football is. And so what do you think about all, like, everything going on, the community aspect, everything that's been leading with the DM, with the DeMar Hamlin situation, Jared, in the last, like, two, three days since the, since the incident? I think this really goes to show that <clears throat> football is a lot bigger than people think it is, and that it's not for sure. For it's sure, not for just sure. you know a game, and it's 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 a lot bigger than that. And I feel like in this moment, we were really shown that we sometimes have to push the game aside. That the game is not what matters. It's that it's a human being's life. This is a this is a, a teammate not just for the Buffalo Bills, but for everybody who watches football. This is another human being, and it's all that is important is his health, and it just goes to show that football is family. You for sure. And then the other thing I want to point out before we get into all the other stuff we normally talk about is the uh, the hate that people are giving to T. Higgins. Um, if you didn't know, T. Higgins was the man who got tackled by Hamlin during the incident. And um, people on social media, I don't know why they they have the audacity to do this, but people are sending him hate and threats. And there is no reason for that because this man did nothing wrong. Everywhere you go on social media... And on any platform where there's an actual NFL player, or anyone who's played football in general, will tell you that's a normal tackle. Yeah, that is completely in the, two, in the year standard. in the year and a half that I played in the year that I have that I played tackle football, I made that tackle. Mm-hmm. It's a normal tackle that's made every single day in, in the NFL, in college, in Pee Wee, in high school. Every single line of football, that tackle was made probably in every game. Mm-hmm. So when people are giving this man threats, there is no reason because he did nothing. He was doing his job, and he lowered his head like he's taught to, mm-hmm. and it resulted in something very terrible happening. And I want to go out and say, T, you did nothing wrong, and you were a great player, and please put your head up. And just get whatever you need to get through the situation. Um, I know the NFL is um, giving the mental health resources that any person needs. They're referring to a a specialist that any NFL player or any NFL team can call in for a day Mm -hmm. and say, hey, we need you. And that person is on call until this whole situation is um, resolved. The game will not be played this week. In my opinion, it will probably be voided out or become a no contest. Mm-hmm. And I think they, that is neither the right team decision. can forfeit because they scored points. I believe that's exactly this game can't this game can't be forfeited because of the fact that it was already played a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. That both teams scored but, at least a few points. But going into forfeiting, I think there will be games forfeited this weekend. Yeah. There might be. I think the Bills might. I think the Bills could forfeit, and that would put the Patriots in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think the Bengals may or may not forfeit. Right. I think it's very possible those two teams forfeit their games because it's not worth it to them. Yeah, and if the NFL were to not um, delay any games, that would probably be the best opportunity for the Buffalo Bills because if the Buffalo Bills were to do that, then they're already in the playoffs, so they could at least get a week off. Because this seating doesn't ma- seating doesn't matter right now. No. All no. that matters is this man's health. That's all that matters. Seating, guess what? You're in the playoffs. You still have a chance. You can ride it. It happens every single year where a team doesn't get a bye. Usually the bye week teams don't even make it to the Super Bowl. Right. So, so. Y- you know, it, it would probably be in the Buffalo Bills' best interest for everybody's mental health to forfeit the game and take a good week off getting before, and, you know. Just and so they'll they get, get more they'll, time. They'll be in the second. They'll be in the second or third seed because the Chiefs will get the first seed, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, and they'll play out wherever they have to play. Mm-hmm. And that just is 
right now um the best interest in, in our opinion at this show what they should do is void the is the bills could um forfeit their game avoid the game with the bankles give themselves pretty much two weeks pretty much three weeks of rest and but that could also hurt them in many ways but that's not the point um yeah, it's, give themselves it's, the time to gr- give the time to get themselves back in the mojo, and be ready to go for a run, go for a Super Bowl run, and see what they can do in this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this may be the year we get the Bills to the Super Bowl because this they're gonna play for Demar. They've already said that. Yeah, that's what I'm. So that's what I, I just feel like now. this ener- the energy. Of this, of him, is going to be riding through them, and it will be like the like the same Super Bowl year in two thousand ten when they made it. It was for the city because it was after Katrina and everything happened right. with Katrina. This Super Bowl, if the, when the if the Bills get there and they win, it's for Demar, and right. it's going to be for that. It's going to be for this man and for his family and for the city, because the city has been to four Super Bowls and has never won one. And this man. Who I've learned in the past, because I didn't really know who he was until this incident happened. Yeah, like, we're not going to sugarcoat it. And like, yeah, we're like... We're not going to act like we know this guy in and out. We knew his entire, like, roster, like, his all his stats and everything. Mm-hmm. That I've learned in the last two or three days that this man is probably the nicest human on the planet. Mm-hmm. He puts his time and effort. I heard that day he was talking to his PR rep, talking about, hey, we need to start looking into camp for my camp. We need to start getting sponsors. We need to start sending out invites. We need to do this, that, the other thing for his children's football camp that he runs every year. Like, what guy does that right before a game? Only the best of the best do that. So usually guys do that on, like, a Tuesday or when they don't even have to think about football because it's a rest day. Right. This man was doing it this day of his game. Mm-hmm. That just shows to me everything I need to know about this man mm-hmm. and who he was as a human being. And Damar, from everyone here at the Fantasy Jackass Podcast, we really hope you get well, buddy. And all of our prayers and love and support are sent to you and your family. Can't wait to see you back, hopefully, on the football field one day if you want to do that. And if you don't, then it's completely fine. We all understand. But get well soon and hopefully... We can all see you one day doing whatever you want to do one day. Mm-hmm. Now, moving on to a little... I know it's hard to move on from that, Jared. But mm-hmm. let's talk about um, two of the games from last week. Our teams, at least. Let's talk about the Saints versus the Eagles. That the Saints somehow won that game. I don't know how they won this game, but we did because the Eagles are not a good team without Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. The Saints won twenty to ten. Um, the Saints pretty much won because off of a pick six by Marshawn Lattimore in his first game back. Yep. And that's pretty much the exact reason why they won that game because it happened on the and shout out to T.J. Gray. Who there was so I, I know you didn't watch the game, but there was a no, punt I watched return, it. a punt. Oh, did you? Okay, mm-hmm. there was a punt that happened, and T.J. Gray. It was going in the end zone. He knocked it, and it was recovered on the four yard yes. line of the Eagles. I saw that. I saw and that. that. And then three plays later, the Lattimore picked it off and ran it in the end zone. Mm-hmm. So that play would not happen without T.J. Gray, in my opinion. So shout out to T.J. Shout out to. Uh, Lattimore, first game back of pretty much the entire season. He hasn't played for like eight weeks, nine weeks, something like that. So it's good to see him back. And now, I mean, it's the Saints are out, which is it stinks, but it shows that the Eagles are not are nothing without Jalen. Yeah, the the make and magic. Their O line. Yep, their O line is hurt. Their D line is is their defense is getting hurt a good amount too. So. In my opinion, the Eagles have a very good chance of dropping the fifth seed. Mm-hmm. And they have a very good chance of being the first round exits. And let's talk about your game now, Jared, and the Steelers, who still have somehow a playoff shot. But they just need a couple things to happen. You want to talk about that? Yeah, so 
obviously I was really pumped up for this game. Oh my god. Like, I have never been, like, the second I heard that it was going to get flexed to primetime, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Because as the as many you, you didn't want said, it to go to prime time. No, honestly, I didn't. Because after going, uh, after how this year has been, uh, I didn't want us to get our butts kicked in prime time. Because like that's what I thought it was gonna be. But then you know, going up to the game and mm-hmm. like realizing that we're on a good streak right now, and you know, our boy Kenny's back in, like, and Lamar's not in. Right, and Lamar's not in. Like, we got it. And I, and I gotta say, I. Immediately, immediately, when the game was over, I called Sammy, obviously, but I also uh, went Talk to, to Hoopin's live stream. Oh, he must be, he must he was having a great time, wasn't he? Yeah, so he, he paused the live a little bit, probably crying, and then he came probably. back, and then he came back, and was just like, oh, well, like, we're in the playoffs, and you guys aren't. This game doesn't even matter. This game doesn't even matter. And, ugh. Jesus, I, I, I gotta stop giving him attention because like that's what he does. Like, there's no way he, you're not you're not helping our situation. Uh, th- there's no way that he acts that way, like unironically. Yeah, right. Or there's in like there's there's there, there's no it's the um what's it called? It's the Logan Paul and Jake Paul uh, illness. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd say it's the I show speed illness. That that as well. That as well. Or just, Loud. Loud, you become over the top no to get yes. attention and and all that. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I'm still other than, other than we hooping haunting my nightmares. Um, yeah, it, he does. It's very weird. You talk about him a lot. <laughs> yeah, because he's just I don't know, man. He's just so annoying. But I'll I'll, I'll he lives rent free in your head. He he does. He, he really free. does, and it's it's a problem. But anyways, but Steelers win twenty uh, uh, six uh, sixteen thirteen. On a last-second mm-hmm. drive by Kenny Pickett, who went 5 for 6 for 76 yards and a touchdown mm-hmm. to uh, Najee Harris, his then, best drive of the game. He didn't play great, no. but he played enough to the point where he needed to get to the Super Bowl, to the playoffs. But your guys' problem is, uh, like we talked about, the Bills and Patriots and the Dolphins and Jets games. You need the Dolphins to lose and need the Pets to lose, and you guys have to win still to get in the playoffs. Right, and now that the Bills could be forfeiting their upcoming game and giving the Pats the win. Um, Which this. is very granted for them to do. Yes. But it sucks but. as a Steelers fan to say, okay, this game is very possible for us to win if a situation happened that none of us wanted to happen ever in this game. Right. So I'm not upset because I feel like it would be selfish for me to be upset in that situation. Um, of course, of course. But... You know, I do have to say that for it, it stinks. to come you, down, you can this, say it stinks as a fan. Yeah, you can I, say it stinks as a fan. I, yeah, as a fan of the Steelers, selfish. yeah, as a fan of the Steelers, it, it stinks. But you know, obviously, if they were to forfeit it, I feel like it, it's understandable. I, I would do the same thing. I would do the exact yeah. same thing. I don't think that I could play and do really much anything if I saw you or. Any of my, you, Jordan, anyone that I'm close to, mm-hmm. have a heart attack next to me and get nine minutes of CPR. Yeah. Don't think I could do that tomorrow. I don't think I can really do much after that except be at the hospital with you guys. Mm-hmm. So I understand completely if the, what the Bills have to do. And yeah, it's just that's how it is right now. Mm-hmm. And we understand that. So it's very possible that Bill Belichick somehow, some way, the master of the mystic arts gets back in the playoffs. I think he'll be a first round exit, but he's still in there. Right. So now we're going to go into this week's games and then talk about what every game means to this team. And after that, we'll talk a little bit about our fantasy winner, our champion. And then we'll talk about uh, a little bit playoff scenarios. And then uh, we'll make our predictions for what what's going to happen, and who is going to play each other. Mm-hmm. Off the picture. So, first game we're going to talk about, since there is no Thursday game, and there's only Saturday games and Sunday games. First game is at 4.30 Eastern Time, Chiefs at Raiders, if the Chiefs win this game, they clinch the number one seed. Who do you think is what? Do, what do you think is gonna happen with this game? Um, 
I think the Chiefs got it in them to to get it done. They, get they it done against, I think they got it in them. Raiders looked tough against the Niners. They did. They looked. They had. They almost had. They had them on the ropes. And then the mm-hmm. Niners got into overtime. And the Niners won. Right. But I'm gonna pick the Chiefs here because I think it's the best opportunity for them to quench their spot and get them to where has happened the last four years is them be them being the number one seed and the playoffs going through Arrowhead. For sure. And then next game at 8.15 Eastern Time is probably the game that has the biggest playoff implications the entire weekend. And that is Titans at Jaguars. The winner of this game takes the NFC South. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sorry, AFC South. Yes, the AFC South. So, I mean, I love the energy of the Jaguars. And Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry is back, by the way. Oh, but they are starting Josh Dobbs as their quarterback. Oh. Who played, as you as you all know, who played last week, who played last Thursday and did not do good. So, mm-hmm. who do you got? What are you thinking? Still give me the Jags. I love their energy right now, and I, I don't... Love it. Mm-hmm. I think it's Pete. Uh, I think he's doing a great job. Uh, Doug Peterson's doing an amazing job with that team, and mm-hmm. I think he for sure will get that team to a playoff spot. And it's well-deserved, in my opinion. Yes, that division is not great. Neither is the NFC South. But we'll see what happens. Next game at 1 p.m. Eastern on Sunday is the Bucks at the Falcons. This game has no playoff implications because the Falcons are out and the Bucks have the fourth seed in the NFC, in the NFC playoff picture. Right. So this game really doesn't matter, but who do you think? Honestly, yeah, give me the Bucks. I don't. I hate picking the Bucks. I don't like Tom Brady. But yeah, I I think they're gonna sit a lot of people. I think Tom might sit. Honestly, oh uh, yeah. But give me give me the give me the Falcons just because. Fair enough. Fair enough. And Fair next enough. game, Patriots at Bills. So let's just say this game is not gonna be voided out and not gonna be um. They're not going to do what, they think, what we think, and mm-hmm. who do you think is going to win this game if they play it out? If they play it out, then give me the Bills. Yep. For mm-hmm. sure. One. Next game is also at one, is the Vikings taking on the Bears. Vikings just took a devastating loss to the Packers, and the Bears just got crushed by the Lions. So... I mean, both the Lions and Packers have playoff implications, which is what we'll talk about is our Sunday night football game. Mm-hmm. But what do you think? The Vikings can't move down. They can only be at the three seed. But if some other stuff happens, like the Eagles and the Niners losing, they can be bumped up to one or two. So yeah. who do you think is going to win this game? Honestly, give me the Vikings here. I mean, the three and 13 yeah, I think Bears, the Vi- I don't think, can do anything. Yeah. Nope. I think the Vikings is a good option. This most of these games are not really that tricky to predict because at this point we kind of know who's in and who's out. Yeah, we, we know, know these okay, teams who's now. what. We we've been with these teams for eighteen weeks. So we kind of understand who they are and what their chemistry is like and what they can do. Mm-hmm. Next game is also that one is Ravens at Bengals. Uh, if they play out this game, what are you thinking? Um, yeah, if they play it out, I mean, still, give me the Bengals. I think this game might be moved because it's at Bengals. I think they might not play it there, but I think that's a far stretch, so I think they'll still play it there, but I'm going to take the mm-hmm. Bengals, if anything, because Bengals winning this game gives them a um, a leg into that they win their division pretty much. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing that you can look at is that they win their division with a win, and pretty much whoever wins this game takes the division. Right. That's how you gotta look at it. Next game, Texans at Colts. <laughs> Colts got uh Colts got beat pretty bad by the Giants, and I want to talk about something with the Colts game, mm-hmm. real quick. Uh, did you see what, what happened with Kayvon Thibodeau? I did not. Oh, oh. So pretty much. Was that the hit so pretty, when he was doing this? So the, pretty much, yes. Yeah, yes. I know what you're So pretty about. much what happened was 
Kayvon Thibodeau came from the blind side, didn't get blocked, hit hit Nick Foles pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And Nick Foles did get injured on in that play. A lot of people say it looks like he was having a seizure on the field. But Kayvon Thibodeau was doing snow angels next to him. Yeah, he was, he was, he was, uh, which I, uh, I, I, get I don't know it. what to think about it because the, I get it, but I don't know if he noticed or not. That's that, my big thing. That's what I'm saying. He noticed there, but then later, I don't know if you saw, uh, when it the was. The go to sleep he did. Yeah. I, he got on the sideline. He did the go to sleep. Yeah, that was kind of messed up in my opinion because yeah. at that point you definitely knew that something was wrong. The snow angels will give you the benefit of the doubt because. Yeah, because he did so not look over up. there you and just, then he's just. just you just got a sack. You didn't, your rookie season's doing great. You guys are going to make it to the playoffs. Is that other thing? Mm-hmm. But then, right as you get on the sideline, you do the the go to sleep. You know, and at that point, you know what's going on because there's already met, there are people on the field. There's stuff going on. Yeah. So like at that Nick point, Foles gotta, is like writhing in pain. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of people say it might have been a seizure. I don't think. I don't know if it was or not. He could have just been real in pain because Kayvon Thibodeau was a big boy, mm-hmm. and yeah. Or it could have just been something else, but he would he didn't play the rest of that game. He was done after that hit, so yeah. you gotta look at it like, okay, I understand this. The it's no angel part. He didn't know, maybe, but the go to sleep, I, I'm not gonna give you the benefit on the doubt on that one. Like I get you're a kid, and right. I get you're younger. So I, I, but you're in you're in the big leagues now. You're on the national television. You can't just be doing stuff and acting like a child like that. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So next game, Jets at Dolphins. Who do you think? Because this game has playoff implications. If the Bills win, so yeah, I'm gonna have to take the Jets here. I don't want to, because um, I know that Dolphins are. No, you no, you want to take the Jets. You want to take the Jets. No, but I, I'm saying just like I have to, and that if it was normally, if there wasn't any playoff implications, then I would take the Dolphins. Because the Dolphins are just the better team. I don't know about that, dude. They've lost the five last straight games. Yeah, but I feel like the Jets look worse than the Dolphins. Yeah, but their defense is number three is number two in the league right now. So that's true. So I honestly, I'm going to take like this the game Jets straight up. Really? I'm going to take the Jets straight up. Um, Next game: Panthers at Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, Saints have won their last three. Panthers just lost to the Bucks. What do you think? Um, I mean, you guys are already out. Both of these teams are already out. Uh, they both got out with a Packers win last week. Yes. So, hmm, give me, give me, give me, give me a man after midnight. Uh, Saints? What? Yes. Saints. Give me the Saints. Um, I'm going to take the Saints as well. I think our defense is finally emerging, which took them long enough, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. And our defense is top five right now in every category. So, except um, 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 turnover ratio, we're not top five. We're like bottom, like three. But that's not the point. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Saints because both teams are not going to be playing for much. They're playing for seating and stuff like that and playing for a draft pick, which the Saints want a lower one because they're not giving it to themselves. They're giving it to the um, Eagles. So give me the Saints. Mm-hmm. Next game is your game, buddy. And Cleveland's at Steelers. Yeah, this is uh, a very... Steelers won, beat the Ravens, and the Browns beat the Commanders, send them packing home. Yeah. Give me the Steelers. Don't know actually. I'm gonna tell you I don't know. Really? It's a hard one actually. It's a hard one. Deshaun yes, Watson. Yes, yes, yes. We beat the Browns, but you guys beat us. And the funny thing is, there's a couple games this season that if went our way, we'd be in the playoffs, no question. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those games. Cause the, those, some of those games are like a lot closer than they looked. Yeah. Like the Steelers Saints game. That game was actually really close until like the last second. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take, mm, this is tricky because we just beat the Browns, but they just whooped the Commanders. Mm-hmm. And also. I'm going to, s- and Chubb is, and how is your run defense? Uh, uh, it's gotten better now that we've, because we definitely tightened it up after our Ravens game, not from this week, this past week, but the week before that, because we were actually getting demolished on the run game. So I feel like we've tightened it up yes. a little bit. But you got to remember the Browns have two of the best running backs in the NFL right now. 
Yeah. And Kareem and Hunt and Nick Chubb and the Saints run defense stopped him, but they really didn't run much because Kevin Stefanski is not smart. Yeah. Um, give me the Steelers, but I think it's very possible that the Browns upset just so the Steelers can't make the playoffs and Mike Tom will have his first losing season. Yeah, I could, which I honest, I hope not. Like this would be crazy for Kenny Pickett to, you know. You guys started two and, and six. Yeah, you guys were two and six, and now I've gone to eight and eight. So I, it's pretty I remarkable. knew this was going to happen too. Like I, I as as a Steelers fan, I know that we're gonna suck for a little bit, but we can get it together pretty fast in a season because of Mike Tomlin. Next game, Giants at Eagles. I'm calling upset alert on this one. Taking the Giants. Oh, at 100%. Eagles. Jalen Hurts will be back, but I don't think it really matters because the Eagles don't look good. Their O line is decimated with injuries. Their defense is decimated with injuries. Mm-hmm. They need, they need that first round, that first round bye, and I really don't want the Cowboys to have it, or the I don't want the Cowboys to have it at all. Mm-hmm. But. I'm gonna take the Giants to win this one. Honestly, I agree. I feel like that's a really good point. Next game, Cowboys at Washington. This game, I'm gonna take Cowboys. I don't want to because I don't want to hear Cowboys fans talk anymore. I'm kind of sick of it. But yeah, give me Cowboys. Yeah. Ooh, wait, what? Oh, duh. Uh, for some reason, it, I'm looking at the the pick'em schedule, and I thought you said Broncos instead oh. of Cowboys, and I was like, what? No, I'm t- I'm looking at the actual NFL um, their schedule on their website. Oh, you're good. Um, so, what's taking next? Cowboys or taking Washington. Oh, take Washington taking Cowboys. I'm taking Cowboys. Come on. I don't want to hear I really don't like hearing their fans anymore. I don't. So getting annoying. I, again, I said this all year. I, but I, I also hate, hate the Eagles. Fans. But I also hate Eagles fans. No, honestly, so, I'm I'm okay. Well, no, I'm not okay with Eagles fans because EDP is an Eagles. You're fan. okay with punching police horses? <sighs> yeah, I guess I'm not. I can't argue with that one. <laughs> can't argue with that one. Next game, Chargers at Broncos. This game really doesn't matter all that much because the Chargers are in mm-hmm. and have pretty much secured the spot, and the Broncos are out. So, yes. what do you think? Charger. Give me Herbie. Give me Herbie. Give me Herbie Herb. So, this next game, this actually has playoff implications. The Rams at the Seahawks. And going into the season, looking at this game, I'm like, okay, this will have playoff implications, but for the Rams. Yeah. I am Uh wrong. This game has playoff implications for the Seahawks. Mm -hmm. If the Seahawks win and the Packers lose, the Seahawks take it. Yeah. And they will get the last seed, the seventh seed in the NFC playoff picture. So who do you got? Do you think the Rams can be an upset alert and put Dan Campbell's Lions in the playoffs? No, I don't think so. Honestly, I think Seahawks are gonna are gonna put this to sleep. But also that it's gonna make the Dan Campbell kneecappers uh, game way more exciting. You think it's gonna be more exciting or less exciting? Because I think I think more exciting would be if the Seahawks lost, because then it would give the Lions and the Packers playoff implications. Oh wait, so if the Seahawks just win, then neither of them can get in. So if the Seahawks win, the Lions are out, but the Packers, uh. if the Packers win, they get in. Oh, okay. Well then, yeah. I I guess then I, if I want it to be more exciting, then I would have to pick the Rams. But honestly, I don't think they could do that. I think the Rams can pull it off. Baker Mayfield scored fifty one the Rams scored fifty one points on the, the Let's Ride Broncos. So I think That's it's a true. chance. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take the Rams because I want the I want the Lions to be in the playoffs myself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna take the Rams. This next game, it's at four twenty five Eastern, doesn't really matter. Cardinals at Niners. The Niners, if they win and the Eagles lose can move up some seedings, but not by much. I don't know the exact algorithm. Yeah, because we'll there's a lot Jared, of we can look that up. We can look stuff. that up in a little bit. We can look it up in a little bit. After we talk about our our uh, championship game in our fantasy league, I think the Niners are going to literally put the Cardinals in the ground. Yeah, honestly. for sure. For so, sure. Niners, we both got the Niners. 
And now the 820 game. Lions at Packers. I'm taking the Lions because I think they're just too explosive for that Packers defense. I could see that, but at the same time, knowing Aaron Rodgers. And I don't want Aaron. I don't want Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. I don't want Tom no, Brady and Aaron Rodgers, I, two relics in the playoffs. I don't want them. I don't want them in it either. But knowing Aaron Rodgers, he's going to get it done. But see, the problem is, is that they're the last two of their like of their dynasty of their yeah era well, of football. One hundred percent, they're in the last two, and they're still alive somehow. Because you had Eli, you had Peyton, you had Drew, you had um, Luck, you had Big Ben. Um, Big Ben, you had what's his name from the Chargers at one point? Yeah, I can't remember. <sighs> Why am I blanking? He mm. took Drew Brees' job. Um, uh, I don't know anything. I'm really. Why don't, why, no why don't you just look it up? You have a, a supercomputer in front of you. Because I don't. Because I don't want to. Chargers quarterbacks before Herbert. Before Herbie. Uh, Philip Rivers. There we go. Philip Rivers. That's what I'm thinking about. Philip Rivers. That's like that whole dynasty, and they're all gone except those two. Yeah. I kind of think it's time for Aaron Rodgers to go home with his witch. Um, um, ayahuasca loving wife and girlfriend <laughs> could take the Lions and Dan Campbell here. Yeah, I want the Lions to win truly, but uh, I just like, I think it'd be a great story. You know, like the Lions finally get in the playoffs and they somehow miraculously beat a, a one of the teams in the top four and mm-hmm. like they beat like the Niners or beat the. I want to see. Vikings at Lions again because that game was great. A couple yeah. Weeks ago. So but, I, that's what I want. So I'm gonna go with Lions. Yeah, it's a great story, but that's that's all it's gonna be, Sammy. In my opinion, it's gonna be a story. You think Aaron Schnodger is gonna ruin my destiny? Yeah, probably. That's unfortunate. So that was our pits for this week of the NFL. So Jared, let's talk about something that we didn't want to be talking about this week. And that is. Uh, our fantasy champion. Oh, oh, yeah. See, I already forgot about it because, like, I've been, like, pushing it out for so long. So, I'm trying to not remember what happened. Yeah, so the Super Bowl has concluded, and we have a winner for this year's League of Ordinary Jackasses Fantasy Football Trophy. And congratulations to Alex... Here lies MT's toe. Alec. Alec. Oh, just Alec. Alec. Yeah, yeah, Alec. Yeah. yeah. Alec for Here Lies MT's Toe, uh, beating the Junior Bacon Roethlisberger's uh, 389 to 299, a 90 point deficit. And the only reason that we can call this game is because neither man had any Bengals or Bills players in their lineups. Yes. We wouldn't be calling this game if they had Bengals or Bills players in it. Mm-hmm. But neither of them do, so we can call it officially. Congratulations, Alec. Your first season in the league, you did the impossible. Winning and taking something that Jared nor Jordan have ever done, the trophy. You're the yeah. only person besides myself who has had the, who is going to be having the trophy in their house. Mm-hmm. And we will see you next year. Yes, we will. We sure. But yeah. So that sure that was our champion. He somehow won his first year, which is awesome. I'm gonna read you guys his lineup, the lineup that he won with. Mm-hmm. If I can not be stupid for once in my life. So the lineup goes as followed. He had on his championship roster the week last week of the season. He had Brock Purdy, James Conner. Josh Jacobs, Keenan Allen, Devontae Smith, Travis Kelsey, Austin Eckler, the Eagles defense, and um, McLaughlin from the Indianapolis Colts as his kicker. The people on his bench, Mike Evans, who scored 119 points. Terry McLaurin, who scored 14. Um, Brandon McManus, 8 on his bench. Dalton Schultz, 50 on his bench. 
Jalen Hurts, 0, obviously. Leonard Fournette, 29. And Jags defense, 20. So he could have done a lot more damage to um, Roethlisberger more than he did if he put Mike Evans in. Mm-hmm. Or if he put in um, Dalton Schultz, who scored 50. Those he those are the only two mistakes that he made. On the opposite side, in Mr. Um, John Dorado, he had Dak Prescott as his quarterback, Dalvin Cook as his running back, Najee Harris as his other running back, DK Metcalf as his wide receiver, Jalen Waddle at his wide other wide receiver, um, Pat Fryermuth at his tight end, CD Lamb as his flex, the Titans at his defense, and Ryan Suckup as his kicker. The, do you want to know the kicker about this one, Jared? Hmm. I would have beat him this week. Really? I played him last week. I would have I would destroyed him if Diggs and Chase played. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, if Diggs and Chase played. Well, still, I was only down by five. I'm right now I'm only down by him on four points. So, yeah. I get that. I get that. Both my wide receivers didn't play, which it's I understand. We, we all know why, but, you know, it's like whatever. Right. But anyways, let's talk about some scenarios, Jared, because I know you've been our scenario guy all season. Yeah. Let's talk scenarios for the uh, AFC, because there's not really much in the NFC. Actually, there is some in the AFC, in the NFC in the top positions. So let's talk about, you know, the uh, the, the switch-ups that can happen. Who can uh, who can end up with those uh, top seeds, and what are the most accurate chances? And then let's uh, let's make some predictions. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Actually, we'll do a, predict- we'll do a prediction show next week. But let's make our predictions on the predictions on who's going to make it. Mm, okay, so... It looks like we have some clinching scenarios here, right? So, obviously, the Eagles can clinch the NFC East title, uh, division title. uh, And the first overall seed. And the first overall seed with winning. Well, they can clinch the NFC East division title if they just win. If they just win. And they can can also clinch the first seed, can't they? Yes, they can also clinch the first seed by winning... And, wait, why does this one say, wait, okay, yeah, I guess and just or, winning. And yeah. or. Yeah, for some, reason and on, or. for some reason on this website it didn't say or, but it says I'm in, like, number one oh, and number two. So they just messed, they, so they yeah, messed you up completely. They just completely you. messed me up, but yeah, with a Dallas uh, loss and a uh, San Fran loss. I'm like, wait, I might be lost in my mind, because I swear they just win, they're in the first seed, but we mm-hmm. don't. Yeah, and then obviously the 49ers can get the NFC number one seed by winning, and then if the Eagles lose. And oh, so the, so, Niners are, so the Niners are in the best spot to take the first overall seed. Yes, they are in the best spot, and then in the second best spot to take it would be the Cowboys, which they need to win, and both of those teams loses because so it looks like can the vikings get the first seed or no um i guess not i'm looking on this website i don't see it i mean i'll probably look somewhere else because you know i don't trust everything i think i think that's accurate i'm pretty sure the vikings can't take the number one overall seed all they can get is number two i'm pretty sure yeah i guess so wow interesting so we only really have three teams that can get that first seed so in your opinion jared who is going to take that first seed? I mean, I don't know, man, because I, I, I definitely can agree with the Giants being the upset for the Eagles because um, Hertz is still not going to be in, I'm assuming, right? No, he will be in. He, he oh, he said will no be in. What, he said no matter what, I'm playing. He said I don't care if I'm injured or not, I'm playing. Oh, oh. So, so, yeah. Interesting. Then then I'm not too sure then, because I was honestly, if Minshew exactly. were to be the one playing, then I would totally take the Minshew Giants. If Minshew were playing, 100% Giants, but since it's Hurts that is probably going to be playing, it's weird. It's very interesting to yeah. see what you think could happen here, because if it was Minshew and they played the same way they played against the Saints, mm-hmm. there's no way that the, I don't think there's any way the Eagles take that game. Yeah. But I don't know. That's why I'm asking them, what do you think? Because I'm taking... My bracket right now is Niners at one. I forgot how this would work. Niners at one, Eagles. No, sorry. Niners at one, Cowboys at two or three. The Vikings at three. And the Bucks at four. 
the Eagles at five. Did you leave Mazio? Uh, oh, okay. Sorry. The, you good. The Eagle. <laughs> I'm trying to do this all by memory. <laughs> you've been, you've been on this for like two, three minutes. You got Eagles and Vikings two. I'm trying to do it all by memory, Jared. Okay, leave me alone. Then look it up. You have the internet. Oh, Giants at six and then Lions at seven. There you go. There you go. And then, so that's my bracket is. Niners, Cowboys, Vikings, Bucks, Eagles, Giants, Lions. Got it. Okay, that makes yeah. What do you think? What do you think? What's, I, what's yours? What are you thinking? I'm saying it to be yeah to put the predictions in there. Just take the Lions out and put the Packers in. So you think the do you think the Eagles will lose? No, actually no. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that out. So, so I think I think the Eagles are still actually going to keep their number one seed. I'm going to change my pick now. Uh, Eagles are still gonna remain so number think, one seed. So you think Eagles one, Niners two, uh, Vikings three, Bucks four, uh, Cowboys at five. Yep. Giants at six, and then Packers at seven or Seahawks at seven. Um, I'm not sure. Because if really the Seahawks sure. win and the Packers lose, the Seahawks take it. Yeah, but I... The, all, all the Packers have to do is win and they take it. So, what are you thinking? I'm thinking the Packers. I just, I don't know. You know, I, again, I don't like the Packers. This is making me think like I, I like the Packers. I don't like the Packers. I just know... I think you like the Packers. No, That's I just think that Aaron Rodgers like is... A, a god among men sometimes, sometimes. I'm not saying all the time. I'm not saying that he, he does a lot it all of time the time. He sucks. But I'm saying that when he takes his little funny pills, then he can do a lot better. And I feel like that's what he's doing right sir, now. Sir, he does it off the season. Okay? Get it right. Don't be, yeah. don't be acting like this man takes it during the season. Because he probably does, but you just don't know it. But anyways, um, yeah. AFC... What are you thinking? You thinking the uh, Chiefs? You think it's gonna be the same, stay the same way that it is right now? Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, Chargers at four, at five, and then who's winning? And then to mine is Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Then you got Ravens at six, Chargers. Sorry, Chargers at five, Ravens at six, and then the seventh seed is where it gets tricky for me. Yeah, because there are because three teams. I think it's a possibility. There's three teams. So there's three teams also for the a- NFC. Mm-hmm. But the AFC one is trickier because there's a there's a game that could very possibly be not played in this situation. Exactly. I'm going to say that the Pats are taking that seventh seed. What's your AFC prediction, Jared? Because I know who's going to be in that seventh seed. I just want to know what the... The one, two, three, four, and five, and six are going to be because I know who you take him for that seven seed. Right. Yeah. For sure. I mean, if let's say that the Bills and Bengals game is completely voided, and let's say that okay. they do end up playing against the Patriots, that means so that those two games are played. So those two games are played in your opinion. N- in not, the scenario. Not, in the scenario. No. 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 Not both of them though. Only no, I'm saying the I'm saying I'm saying the the games will be played in this scenario. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that means Bills on top. Okay. And then Chiefs. Well, no, that wouldn't even make. What would that no, even the, make? The Chiefs, Chiefs have the Chief, the, If the Chiefs win, they they automatically get the first seed. That's right. So it's kind of hard for the Chiefs not to be number one right now because if that game is voided, then they're already a game behind no matter what. Yeah. So, so yeah. God, it's so it's so confusing to me, but uh, essentially it's weird. It's hard. It's hard to hold. It's hard to do it with that with me not knowing what's going on at all. Right. So honestly, I'm just gonna not even say anything. Just only say that I still want the Steelers to get the seventh seed. But oh, I got you. So you think that it's possible that anything could happen at this point in time because that's very true that anything could yeah. happen. Yeah, really at anything could happen, time. yeah. But that will do it for us here at the Fantasy Jackass Podcast. We do appreciate you all listening. Forever what it's worth. Prayers up to Damar Hamlin. The show is to you and for you. And 
Thank you all for watching and continue being jackasses. See you guys next week.